Hi, and welcome to Mouse Chat. I'm Lisa, and joining me, I have Lauren, Sharpie, and Steve. Hello. Oh my gosh. Hello. Hiya. Hiya. Howdy, Lisa. Howdy, Sharpie. How's it going? It's going. You know, when I started talking, I look over at Steve, and he just like pops up with this Cheshire cat smile. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what the heck? It's Tuesday. Oh, it's always Tuesday. Oh. Is that the Tuesday smile? Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday oh, smile. It's too much yeah. like Sharpie there. Yeah. Yes. That was too punny. <laughs> yeah. Way was, too punny. It was not good. I tend to rub off on people. What can I say? Mm. Uh, I need a lint brush. <laughs> All right, so we're going to do some news updates here and let you know what's been going on. Uh, let us, I think we each have two stories. We do. So, we have, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're just going to go in order. Um, Lauren Sharpie, Steve Lisa. No, I guess I would go first if I'm doing that. So uh, I, I guess I'm going first. <laughs> then Lauren. You should roll with it. I guess I'm rolling. All right, so I'm going to be taking you over to the West Coast. We're going to Disneyland, uh, which is in Anaheim, Disneyland Resort. And more specifically, we're going to Disney California Adventure. We're going to talk about the 2022 Disney California Adventure Food and Wine Festival. And, you know, who doesn't like a good food and wine festival? I definitely They're so say fast. that I like them. Yeah. So I've never been to the one in California. It might be time to go. Mm -hmm. I know. I'm so, feeling like I should go. I'll tell you a little bit more about it. You can make your decision after that. So the Disney California Adventure Food and Wine Festival is going to be coming back, returning to Disneyland Resort. And that will start on March 4th and it'll run through April 26th. And we're going to talk about some of the things that you're going to be able to find there. Uh, always a good environment, nice snacky booths, innovative food, culinary delights everywhere. And don't forget about those beverages. Uh, so it has all kinds of marketplaces that are going to have the small sample bites. It's not like a whole meal, but you get these bite size or sample size servings. And of course, beverages, those are also very frequently sample size. And um, <laughs> it's kind of fun because they have a PIM tasting lab and uh, Turan treats over at Adventure Camp Avengers Campus. Um, and they're going to have some special menu items over there. Uh, you can also get a sip and savor pass, which is coupons. And you can redeem those for some of the food and beverages that they're offering. Non-alcoholic beverages. Sorry, Lauren. Ugh. Even those so look sad. good, though. They do. You're not wrong. Okay. So the Hollywood Backlot is going to have uh, an assortment of entertainment and presentations. So it's, it's going to be all about food and culinary. And they're going to have, uh, they've got a new series. I don't know. I'm sure Sharpie has heard of it. Alice's Wonderland Bakery. Have you heard of that show? It's an I, I animated have, series. Just started. Yes. Yeah. I, I haven't. I haven't watched it. Okay. No, me neither. Just started. It's on Disney Junior, and that's going to be the inspiration for the experience for Junior Chefs at the Hollywood Backlot stage. Um, kids ages three to eleven are going to have the opportunity to 
get creative and they get to decorate cupcakes. Yay. And it's kind of like Jedi training. Space is limited. You need to sign up ahead of time. And um, instead of like at the beginning of the day, they're going to have signups 45 minutes prior to each of the, the shows. So make sure that you get signed up for those. Uh, also at the Hollywood Backlot, you can encounter Chef Goofy. Uh, Lauren, you can do a little jamming with Chip and Dale. Oh, I do love a good dance party. Yeah. So, they're your jam. But I don't think you're going to like they this are, particular. They're my favorite. You're not going to like this jam. This is going to be loud. They're going to uh, stir up some new rhythms using pots and pans. That's going to be loud. That does sound loud. That's That sounds like that would really affect my nap time. Mm-hmm. But they're really hooking up something fun, though. Hmm. Could be stirring it up. All right. So, um, way there... too many things going on there. <laughs> there's there's going to be some. Are you telling us we need to get a handle on it? Oh, and there's another one. Ooh, burn. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's painful. Simmer down. Oh, God. Steve, better... make it stop. We, we better call the police oh. over again. She's going to boil over. Become I'm, I'm calling Steve in. Where's did we, Steve? Did we finish this story yet? No. Come on. <laughs> Did you doze off, Steve? In typical Steve I fashion. Was hoping, I, mean, I was hoping I mean, it was over. He was, he was being hopeful that he would. <laughs> yep. Sorry. Okay, so um, we're going to have some interesting uh, Disney chefs as well as non-Disney chefs that will be visiting, uh, preparing their favorite dishes to share. Um, they'll be sharing some insider tips. And that's going to be on Saturdays and Sundays. And that's also in the Hollywood backlot stage. You'll have the culinary demonstrations. I love culinary demonstrations. I just think it's fun to watch people cook. Me too. We actually didn't get those back yet in uh, Disney World. Hopefully in the fall. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. No. Um, And then you've got some kind of upcharge type of events that you can do. Just in case you're craving more, you can do a Carthay Circle winemaking reception. Yes, please. They have a wine, beer, and mixology seminar at Sonoma Terrace. So you can, it's, those are like individual, I believe. Um, wine seminar, mixology. Yeah, because you'd be seminar. really toasted if you yeah, did Yeah, I wanted to make that clear. <laughs> so we're going to break those up. And uh, cu- the merchandise, all the fun merchandise, whether it's a, a tumbler or an apron or a shirt, you're going to have some new Disney California adventure. Food and Wine Festival merch. Yep. Um, stuff. Merch. Um, stuff. And then merch. the down- the best part. The downtown Disney district and the hotels of Disneyland Resort are going to be offering special menu items and events for a limited time. So, oh no, that's not the best part. The next part's the best part. All right, the next part. Yes. This is the final part. This yes. is the best. It is the best part. The best. So, um, soaring over California. Remember that? It's coming Yay. back. It's coming back. So, uh, this is, uh, I, I guess in Disney World, we just call it soaring. And then they, the, the soaring over California was the original. And then they replaced it with soaring around the world, I think it's called. Mm hmm. And yep. so now all these old things I've got to get straight. 
So anyway, uh, Soarin' Over California is coming back for a limited time to California Adventure Uden Wine Festival. That's cool. I what's wish your, I was going during that time. What's your favorite part about Soarin' Over California? Me? Sure. Citrus. <laughs> Orange Grove. Orange Grove. It's the best. It really is. I miss that. I love the sea spray smell. Oh, yeah. I forgot about mm-hmm. that, too. Yep. I, I, all the smells. They're just, mm-hmm. that's what we're going to Well, not all to. the smells, because, you know, if you've got that, that person sitting next to you that's super sweaty, uh, yeah. that smell is not appealing. No, no. But thankfully, they, they <laughs> kind of fan you as you're going, so you're flying. Well, we said all your smells and all the smells are not, you know. Okay. All the smells from Soren over California. That's better. Okay. That works. So, yeah, I, I can picture the orange, which is so good. Uh, so just strong and pungent. It's just yum. Like someone just squeezed a, a, a peel next to you um, with the orange oils. And I know what's, what Sharpie's talking about with the um, the sea foam sea something thanks for giving us all the juicy details lisa yeah uh, oh <laughs> you are very punny tonight i feel like that we should limit the number oh my puns in a night <laughs> oh my what how, how who's gonna keep track of that nobody can keep track because <laughs> sometimes i slip ones in there and you don't even get them You're or you don't acknowledge wrong. them you don't acknowledge them no, I, sometimes I'm, i just don't get them too i think on some level <laughs> I, I might get them but you're i'm i'm not gonna say anything i'm, I'm just gonna see if that goes away i'm gonna feel that fire <laughs> i think that's more like it it's it's ignore it and see if it goes away if i don't acknowledge it it didn't happen exactly hey. yeah Okay. I, love you, very, Sharpie. I now have very sad eyes and a pouty lip. <laughs> if you ignore me, I'll go away. What? Oh gosh. All you right, like, yeah, Lauren. I'm, not going away. I'm just going to keep coming out with them. Lauren, <laughs> save me. Yeah. Oh, you want me to go next? Give me a new story. Okay. So my story is capture your moment. So Disney has had in Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom the capture your moment. Um which is like a 20 minute personalized private photo session. And it's been available in magic and animal kingdom. Um, it will be coming to Epcot beginning February 24th. And in Epcot, you're going to be able to choose from a uh, certain pavilion. So it's going to be Germany, Italy, American adventure, Japan, or Morocco. And then over in Hollywood, it's going to start up on March 21st. And you can either do one at the Hollywood Tower of Terror, uh, playful photos with Gertie at Echo Lakes um, by the the dinosaur, Um, Chinese Theater, uh, what else? Hollywood Boulevard and Sunset Boulevard. So there's like all different options there too. So you would just pick the location you want to do. The cost is $79 for the 20 minute session for up to eight guests. And this is the part I don't love, which I never realized. Uh, the prints and digital downloads are not included. So you'll either have to pay per download or add Memory Maker uh, to your package or a one-day Memory Maker if you're only going to be there for one day. And if you're an annual pass holder and you have the Disney Photo Pass on your annual pass, 
it's included also. So if you have Memory Maker, Memory Maker One Day, or Annual Pass Holder, Memory Maker, it's free. The downloads, mm. not the capture your moment. Yeah. So that is that. Um, you know, I think it's probably a pretty cool thing to do if you have Memory Maker. Like if you're yeah. if you're gonna have Memory Maker, I think it's not a bad thing to do. I don't know that I would do it and just add one day of Memory Maker with it though. I don't know. How much is one day of Memory Maker? Do you know? I, I don't. Does anybody know? Oh, maybe it's. I think it's ninety nine. Well, yeah, it's the same price whether it's one day or length of stay. Really? No, I don't think no, so. No, they have a one day option. Ooh. There are three. We happen to look this up today. So there are three options. There's a pre-purchase length of stay. There is a when you get there length of stay purchase, and there's a one-day purchase. Hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. And I don't recall the pricing, but I think it's ninety-nine dollars versus one fifty. All right. Well, take a look. What Which we're is crazy. What we're going through. Plus, you had the seventy-nine if you want your photographer for twenty minutes. Yep. It's sixty-nine dollars. Sixty-nine. Okay. Oh, for the one-day memory yep. maker. Oh, that's. All right, so, so 69, 69 and plus 79. So like $130 for 20 minutes. Nah, I don't know. Uh, okay. Not sure. And then you can still walk around and find the individual photo pass photographers. And, uh, right. If you you're going to take advantage of you that. You might as well get it all done. Like at that point, though, I would do Memory Maker for your length of stay. Yeah. You okay. know. Interesting. All right, so Sharpie, you're up next. We're going to head on down to the bayou. Why do I see you, like, jumping up and down, doing a jig? Heading on down (laughs) to the bayou. (laughs) (laughs) So, February 2022 marks the 30th anniversary of Disney's Port Orleans Resort Riverside. Which uh, we're going to do a little bit of a history lesson here. So way, way, way back when it was the Dixie Landings Resort. Oh, my. Uh, And for those who don't know, that entire resort complex was mothballed after September 11th, 2001. Uh, And it took it, I think it was a year and a half to reopen. And when it reopened, it reopened under its current name and structure with both resorts sharing services. Oh, and I'm I'm speaking of Port Orleans Riverside and Port Orleans French Quarter. So my favorite resort. it, it is it is a the, the the landscaping and everything for a moderate resort is extremely well done. So uh, but anyway, so so to the, they're they're just kind of doing some some celebration of everything that is uh, the Disney's Port Orleans Resort Complex. Uh, so beginning February 4th. So that that dates back at the beginning of the uh, beginning of of the month of February here in 2022 uh, a group of live musicians will be entertaining guests at the scat can't even speak this evening scat cats club uh lounge uh every uh Friday Saturday and Sunday evening so this is 
I'm going to shout it from the rooftops, the return of live music to one of Disney's resorts. Other yeah. than the, the I think he's waiting for a whoop whoop. Meridian. Yeah, big whoop whoop. Yep. So glad to have it back. Um, and then, of course, uh, you can also order the brand new Bebop Bloody Mary. It's a specialty cocktail. And the Oyster Beignet Po' Boy. So <laughs> enjoy. Uh, and then, of course, while mentioning beignets, uh, you can find them over at the Scat Cats Club Cafe. Uh, and those are available day and night. So you can you can Legit. get your beignet fix. That's good. All times of the day. That's awesome. And when you're eating them, you want to go beignet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you we do that. French Quarter for four nights. And how many of those nights did you have a beignet? Every single night, my kids got the beignets. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. They're Every delicious. single night, they got beignets. Kind of like a donut, but it's not really a donut, but it's yes. far more delicious than a donut. Sleeping with a lard of dough in your belly is the perfect way to yeah. end any day. <laughs> they're so light they're and fluffy. Shaped. Yeah. They're so good. They're lightly dusted with confectioner mm. sugar. Oh, so, so delicious. Good. So good. And they got the chocolate and the caramel dipping sauces. Ooh, yum. So, and what is returning uh, is rentals. Uh, so bicycles. Uh, families can create their own parade by renting bicycles at both of the Disney's Port Orleans resorts. Uh, guests can take a spin uh, on two wheels or four Surrey bikes are once again available uh, at the Riverside Levee Marina. Uh, be sure to wear your, your purple, green, or gold. Those are the Mardi Gras colors. So let the good times roll. Uh, so have a fun with that. One of my favorite, uh, what I'm going to call a hole-in-the-wall sleeper Dining locations is Boatwright's Dining Hall. Um, if you like the taste of Southern Louisiana, if you like the the, the taste of uh, taste of the Bayou, uh, definitely head over to Boatwright's. Uh, I've eaten there; it is fantastic food. Kind of very classic uh, soul food. Uh, you definitely have to have the jambalaya. It is so good. Jambalaya is one of my favorites. Uh, so you can't go wrong. Can't go wrong with. Do you know that's probably one of the only restaurants on property that I have not eaten at? It is really good. They have really good food there. Uh, I put it in the same kind of category uh, with being a sleeper as Trails End hmm. over at Fort Wilderness Campground. Oh, yeah. Or with. Grand, uh, Grand Floridian Cafe. Uh, I think I think Grand Floridian Cafe is a little bit more on the beaten path. Mm. Uh, but Olivia's at oh, yeah. West. Yeah. I think that is often overlooked. I love food, Olivia's. Their food is fantastic. Uh, and then, of course, like I said, boat rights. They have and, and honestly, there's nowhere else on property that you can really find that flavor palette. That it's like if you're at Disneyland, New Orleans Square is going to have all of those flavors. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
but you're not really going to find it much anywhere else at Walt Disney World. But Boat Rights has all of your uh, New Orleans style uh, and Bayou style flavors. So anything mm. that is, if you if you like a good jambalaya, you can get it there. Sounds good. All right. Yep. And then also, finally, horse-drawn what? carriages are back. That's been a while. Enjoy. It yeah, has. Yeah, they yeah. have a bunch of and cool little extras there. If you if you want to catch the catch the magnolias, have the Spanish moss, have the river slowly going by, watching the wildlife. Enjoy the carriage rides. They're 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 finally back. The horses are beautiful, beautiful, beautiful horses. Uh, but then also, if you don't want to, if you don't want to pay for that same kind of view and kind of slow paced experience, you can also board a uh, pontoon boat cruise down the Sasagula River uh, over to either to French Quarter or all the way down to Disney Springs. Which, by the way, you can also stop at Saratoga Springs if you want to catch the Turf Club, which is actually reopening as well. Which is Turf Club's another little bit of a sleeper. So if they're if you're in the mood for a good steak, and you can't get a reservation at Disney Springs, check out Turf Club at mm. Saratoga Springs. Yeah, that one's a good one. I haven't eaten there in a while. They have they have good food. All yeah. right. So that is a salute. Salute to all resorts. Uh, mostly. In- <laughs> but mostly America. Mm. <laughs> all nations, but mostly America. Love that. Um, oh, I just had to toss a little Muppets in there because I know Lisa loves the Muppets. I love the Muppets. Can't go wrong with the Muppets. Yeah. I have to show you guys what um, my niece did for me. It's amazing. Um, but anyway, I'll have to put a picture up on, on the Mouse Chat community page. Uh, she did a, a painting of like a dozen different Muppet characters. It's awesome. Oh, wow. Well, that's cool. Yeah. You guys have to take a look at that. Um, I fancy myself more of a, a, a Statler and Waldorf kind of guy. They're not in this one. <laughs> no. Well, they're pretty good, too. Yeah. So uh, I think Sharpie's done with Riverside. We're going to go to Steve. So Sharpie, the Disney Wonder is back. We, I think we talked about this on the last show. We uh, did. So, yeah. So now they're back uh, sailing out of Mexico or San Diego to Mexico. So starting fall of this year, 2022, all the way to spring of 2023, you can do a three, four, five, or seven night on the Disney Wonder. Uh, it goes to Baja, Mexico, the Mexican Riviera, Riviera, and it goes out of uh, San Diego. Uh, and it depends on which cruise you're on, but some of the ports, I think we've done a lot of these. So you've got Mazatlan, Cabo San Lucas, Puerto Vallarta, Ensenada, and Catalina Island, which I have not been to. And uh, bookings for the general public on this starts February 22nd. So That's a lot of sailings out of that area. It is. It's the longest group of uh, sailings out of that area so far. So we'll see how it does. I, I, I always felt like it never booked up when they went out of there. So maybe Honestly, it'll change. The pricing is for Disney Cruise Line. I've looked over the pricing. The pricing is fantastic. Well, that's good. 
Yeah, I think it's because it's not very popular. And 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 I think they're, I think they're targeting an entry level yep. Southern California cruise market coming off of a global pandemic when cruising hasn't smart. done great. Yep. And they're doing a lot of shorter cruises. They're doing a lot of uh, in demand ports. So mm-hmm. uh, Cabo San Lucas was my favorite on, on, on yep. when, when Steve and I did the Riviera Cabo San Lucas was fantastic. I, I would honestly, I would go spend a whole week in Cabo. It, it was beautiful. I've done Cabo before. Cabo is a great, great trip. Yeah. We have a video, I Sharpie. Not. I didn't even realize I made a video. It's on, uh, we have a YouTube channel, Mouse Chat. It's called, it's, it's Mouse Chat Videos on YouTube. Uh, and there's like a hundred videos up there, which I totally forgot about. <laughs> but so I, I didn't was, even know we had a YouTube yeah, video. There is. So, so there's a YouTube video that we made, which was back in the day when I made the, some of the videos are really good. And we have some videos that have like almost 300,000 views on that channel. Um, but the Cabo, the, the, um, the cruise one with Sharpie and I was, is horrible. <laughs> the video I made, it's like, it's, there's no narrate. Well, that nothing. was a long time ago. I know. I mean, yeah, it was 2011. I know. So it's up there and it's just footage of just B-roll. It's just no narration. It's just like photos of, it's just video of just landscapes and there's We've no talking. I was like, what well, in the, the world? The funny thing is the most recent video, I just, <laughs> I just put it up. The most recent video was, was Toy Story Land three years ago. Uh, yep. There you go. I haven't put any, oh, wow. I'll have to put some more up there. I I haven't, I totally forgot about that page, but um, yeah. So there's a Cabo That's one funny. on there. You, 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 you see a, a, a second of Sharpie out of frame. Or going out of the frame as as we're walking past some church or something, uh, and and there's a bowl of limes at our lunch thing. But it's uh no talking. I don't even there. I don't even know if there's music. It's just uh random shots. Raw footage. It's horrible. But anyway, <laughs> so we'll have to do better on that. But some of the other ones are better. So anyway. All right. Speaking of horrible, I posted Uh-oh. a not horrible picture. It's on Mouse Chat, so I put it on there. Uh, the picture that uh, Jessica painted. Oh, okay. On the yeah, the Muppets on the Facebook. I put it on the the community page on the Fun. Mouse Chat fan community page. Cool. Yeah, so you guys can check that out. Go on a look. All right. Okay. So who's up? Who's up um, next? I'm up next. All right. Go ahead. Okay. So I need to change my gears because I was just posting on Facebook. So the time, the long okay, wait, 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 wait. That picture is really good. Uh, it's amazing. It's even better in person because there's so shading impressive. and lots of different colors and stuff. Is she doing this for a living? No. She's going to be she a vet. She should be. Yeah, she's going to be a vet. She should do this part time. Uh, maybe. I mean, she commissioned me. I'm going to pay her. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is. That is so good. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah she did a great job. Yeah. Um. And the picture, the frame is like eight by... 24. So it's, it's an odd shape, but it's a nice little landscape picture, um, or frame to put all these characters in, but she did a great job. She did a fantastic job. And you know, if the price is right, I may be able to get another one done for you. Mm. 
<laughs> she doesn't know this. <laughs> I'm selling her services, but she, yeah, she's really good. She did this over Christmas break for us um, when she was home That's from school. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, I like it. I mean, it makes me happy. I think Swedish Chef is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> That was good. Why do you do this? You know she's gonna yeah, she's gonna start coughing. She's gonna just Oh, it's not gonna be good. Every time they I can't Sharpie, every every time on uh on Disney Plus, every time they try to reboot them up, it's just a disaster. Hopefully they can Well they try to make something different out of them. I know. And something hip. They don't need to be hip. They're already hip. Yes. Oh my I think I tickled Lauren just right. <laughs> oh boy! Uh, either that we're recording later than we usually do. Yeah, so yeah I might be more tired. Past Lauren's bedtime. Past my bedtime. <laughs> yeah, could be. All right, so let oh me pick up the pieces and try and, and move it a little bit. So <laughs> the long-awaited um, day has come, kind of. So we, yeah, for nearly two years, we've been wearing the masks and following all the COVID guidelines and, you know, we're still going to Disney, which is great. Um, but they, they decided that it's time and it's safe and they're adjusting their safety protocols and beginning on February 17th, they're going to be updating the health and safety standards that are going to be in place at the Walt Disney World Resort in Orlando and the Disneyland Resort in Anaheim, California. So the face coverings are going to be optional, like completely optional inside and outside for fully vaccinated guests. So you have a va- you, you're fully vaccinated. You don't have to wear your mask. Now, there's a little asterisk after that statement. So I'm going to come back to that in just a minute. Guests who are not fully vaccinated they are supposed to continue to wear their face coverings in indoor locations. Um, You know, whether it's a theater, a ride, a queue, you need to wear your face covering if you are not fully vaccinated. However. However. This is the however. Yeah. um, Everyone is still going to need to wear a face mask. So don't think you're fully vaccinated. You don't need need to bring one. Eh, Try again. You're going to need to use it on any mode of transportation. Um, this will be the buses, the monorails, the Skyliner, the uh, boats. Transportation, you're wearing a mask. So this is vaccinated, not vaccinated, halfway in between, three-eighths of the way there, whatever the case may be. If you're on transportation, you need the mask. Oh, that, that was not the however I thought you were going to say. Oh. The however nope, that Lauren however and I, thought, I was thinking. Yes. Steve knows what I was thinking. Yes. <laughs> okay. The however that Lauren and I are thinking is that they're not checking to see if anybody's vaccinated. Yeah. Exactly. Or I not, think they're not, or not vaccinated. No. So basically no one's going to be wearing a mask if they're exactly. vaccinated or not vaccinated. That that's and that and this is also at Universal Studios started doing this uh earlier, I think right yeah. after we left. Um and then Universal when <sighs> When you're on the bus, they make you wear the mask, but on the boat transportation, they don't. But the boat transportation is all open. So anyways, but it is weird riding Velocicoaster at 70 miles an hour with a mask on. 
<laughs> you don't get any bugs in your teeth. It's just, it's just, uh, it's just like really. <laughs> I mean, I'm like outside, yeah. uh, going like seventy, and I've got a mask on. But then as soon as I get off the ride, I can take it off. So anyway, so at least that's all done. All right. Yeah, and Universal, I think, is that was was a couple days ago, right? Yeah, they they, there. yeah, they're, mm-hmm. yeah. they're ahead of. They've been ahead of Disney on all of these. Well, uh, as soon as they announced it, I'm like, oh, within a week, we're going to see Disney get rid of it. Yeah, it used to be the other way around. Remember, uh, Disney would lead and Universal would follow. And then, I don't know. For, for this. Yeah. And for then all for, of the this stuff, Disney has followed for yeah, the most part. Yeah, for COVID, Universal has led. Now, here's an interesting concept. So, uh-huh. the last time, so Disney did attempt to take the masks away. One other time, but it didn't last mm-hmm. very long. It was what, maybe three, four weeks max. Yeah, yeah, it was. Well, then we had, you know, it was gosh. quick. When was that? It was. Well, I was there the day. They it was announced. last summer, right? Yeah, I was there when they announced that the very next day the masks would be gone, and I was coming back within less than a month. And three days before I came back, they announced that masks were going to be back. In yeah. <laughs> Cause I, I want to say it was either July or August. Yeah. Cause by the time September, the end of September came, they had been back in effect for a couple of weeks. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was a very yeah. short period of time. So anyway, so if it sticks, I think, and I do think it's going to stick this time personally, if it sticks, what do we think the chances are we see princess meals back soon? I personally think that we will almost definitely see character meals back by spring break in April. Do you think so? I think so. I think the revenue from those. The princess ones are so popular. Yep. Like I have people just booking princess, like hoping that it comes back. Like they know there's no characters at the restaurant, but they're hoping <laughs> that, <laughs> that yep. they can book it and it comes back. I'm hoping it's going it's that not. direction. As long as there's yeah. not some giant fourth, fifth wave, which I'm assuming that we're done with this, even if there is. Well, and I think if, if they can get everything staffed and we've got, character dining back then hopefully we're going to see the dining plan back again yep yeah well and i think the princess meals coming back are the net is the next thing that needs to happen for dining plans to come back it'll be steps yeah okay let's dining plans mm-hmm. april calling Those it the days all right lauren you're up with the next story Oh, cool. Uh, So my next story is all about cast members who we love. So Disney put in the My Disney Experience app the ability to do the mobile cast compliment. And they've just updated the app to make it even easier now so that you can um, actually recognize their name and where they're from and it kind of connects everything for them. It's really a cool concept. If you just type in, and I'm sure there's an easier way to find it, but I just typed in the search bar on the mobile app, uh, Cast Compliment, and it came right up, and it took me right to the page. 
and it's a super quick way. If a cast member does an amazing thing for you or is just super kind or gives you a little bit of magic, you can just acknowledge them and that actually helps them out. So everybody should be doing this. Um, but they've enhanced it. They've updated it. There's some new updates to it that just make it a little bit easier to connect to the cast member. So that's my story. All right. Short and sweet. That's fair. Short and sweet. Um, Sharpie, you're up next. We're in the money. So Disney released their quarterly earnings report this week. As if you followed mouse chat long enough, you know that I'm a big follower of the business of Disney. We've, we've never, we've never really gone into too much depth on Disney's uh, annual reports or their stockholder reports. But, Mm -hmm. you know, I think we, we should talk about it more often. Uh, I don't know. This makes your blood boil. Well, (sighs) (laughs) when, when, when you look at Disney as a business, and I'm going to, I'm going to provide some, some, some of, some of Sharpie's analysis here. When you look at Disney's business model, Disney's business model relies on repeat visitors for a fraction of the park business. Treat that fraction well, and they will be your 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 bottom line from season to season. And what will depend on what what will predict your success is the attraction of new customers. Recent survey studies suggest that the people who want to go to Disney are in the bottom 65% of earnings in the U.S. Again, those who have on their bucket list a family trip to Walt Disney World are in the 65% range of, of, of all of them, the American public. So if you look at the, the, the flip side of that percentage, those are people who are going to go to Disney once your 65% folks are going to be repeat visitors, take their family every year, take their family every other year. They're going to have a habit of going. So when you, when you, when you flip that around, those who go Less frequently, maybe j- just a once once in a lifetime trip because they're going other places in the world with their kids. Uh, you can start to examine a little bit of where Disney's earnings are headed. Guest spending per guest has been up. COVID aside, you you, you can kind of set that blip aside spending per guest has continually trended up for the Walt Disney company. If you only look at the parks as a small fraction of Disney's business, you can look at how the overall consumer market impacts Disney. If you go back to March 3rd, or excuse me, March 20th of 2020, if you had a lump of cash, you could have bought Disney's stock 
for $85.98 a share. Fast forward, fast forward to March 15th of 2021. Disney stock hit a high of $196.76 a share. Compare that to the, 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 I always use Friday, March 13th, 2020 as the start of the pandemic, because that's the day that the majority of states released lockdown status. Like every, like things were falling apart, things the, the 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 boulder the avalanche was so far in motion by friday march 13 2020 that things were screeching to a grinding halt so by march 20th of 2020 again disney's stock price was down to $85.98 a share compare that again march 15th 2021 hit a five-year high. So again, you hit a five-year high of 196.76 for the last five years. That was the highest, highest stock price in the last five years. As of the day that we are recording this podcast. Uh, Disney's share price was around 154.72 at the close of the stock market on the day we recorded. So you can see a, a, a fluctuation and a volatility that one, the market is still a little unsure with travel, and two, the segment occupied by Disney parks. The parks are performing strong. They have higher quarterly revenue than what they have experienced in years. But when you look at the Disney company overall, things aren't looking great for Disney. Uh, and the reason I say that is Disney owns so much media. Uh, unfortunately, over the last seven years, Disney has lost their rear end with ESPN. The cost of sports has, has skyrocketed. ESPN had a very strong grasp on the cable market. That's disappearing. Cable is, is no longer. Disney is trying to regain ground with all of their streaming services. And that's really where, if you follow the business of Disney, that's really where you have to dig in to what is happening with Disney in terms of where they're making money, where they are losing money and where they are trying to hold their own. Uh, one really, really insightful thing that I, I you, you oftentimes hear people say, Walt would be rolling in his grave. One thing that I really believe that Disney is going is going to be a make or break for a lot of Disney's business line is how heavily they are invested into DraftKings. Oh, you think so? Oh, yes. 
How are they associated with DraftKings? They are very, very heavily invested into DraftKings. Uh, so, and, and if you are not familiar, Dra- DraftKings is uh, is online sports betting. Uh, so, at the January second mark of last year, Disney had lost 186 million with DraftKings. As of January 1st, 2022, they had lost $432 million on DraftKings. So, (laughs) folks, if you are missing things in the parks, uh, the parks are, are doing much better than one would expect. But there are other business interests that Disney has where they're they're doing some floundering at the moment. And and unfortunately, that's one of the areas that was very hotly contested. And I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna draw a, a, a very heavy line um back back to the 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 Bob Iger era uh of getting into this line of business. But once again, hard to say. Hard to say what's happening there. So kind of crazy hmm. but anyway so what are your thoughts I, uh, I i always i always hop into this with with a heavy hand because i find it very fascinating how disney does business where they see themselves with business diversification and where their cards are falling in reality so i mean if you look at 2021 2022 uh, comparisons, especially with Disney parks and experiences and products, you're looking at over a hundred percent gains in, in, in revenue. Yeah. Uh, say for instance, just, just the domestic park experience alone was, was in, in the, in the, 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 the billion dollar category. Uh, but this year, you're well over 100% growth with 4.8 billion. So it, hand over fist, cash is coming. But you have to look at what else is what else Disney is keeping afloat. Yeah. So kind of so, crazy. So it kind of sucks when the parks do well and the money goes somewhere else to pay off the the debt of some other investments. And yeah. and you and and that's actually a lot of what you saw in the early days of Michael Eisner, mm-hmm. uh, you saw a company that was losing so much money on animation that that they were gutting. They were gutting their animation operations, and that's when the golden era of of the the Michael Eisner generation of Disney brought Disney back to life by creating fantastic movies. And that's where Aladdin, Lion King, yeah. Beauty and the Beast, yep. all of those Little Mermaid, came out of yep. that golden era of Disney. And and yet you really have to look such a large chunk of Disney's operating income is still tied to that golden era. And that was one of the biggest reasons when when Michael Eisner walked into the Disney parks and looked at the characters that were being featured and looked at the kids of that era and said, these kids don't know these characters because these characters are from 
the 1930s, the 1940s, the 1950s, the 1960s, their parents know these characters, but the kids don't really have that close personal relationship. And that's when you saw uh, the Pixar era really start to kick up. And that was a whole new generation of characters, whole new generation of intellectual property. You look at the parks today, you see Star Wars. You wouldn't have seen that. You wouldn't have seen to that scale uh, because re really the, the, the first – Disney tipped their toe into the Star Wars water with Star Tours. So oh, that yeah. was kind of that that early. And then, of course, now Disney owns the Star Wars franchise. So another really fascinating note, too, is a 9% drop in consumer product revenue. So it's fascinating. Yep. Because while you have lower right. guest counts in the parks, their profitability on those guests is up. But the spending per guest, the actual spending on on merchandise per guest is down. So you have to look at where where they're spending money, where they're making money, and where they're losing money. I don't know. The only thing I saw that was kind of interesting to me, which I, I didn't like, is that it says in the quarter more than a third of domestic park guests purchased either Genie Plus lightning lane or both. And that, that number rose to more than 50% during holiday periods. So that tells me that genie plus and lightning lane is just like this cash cow that they have found yep. and it'll never go away no matter what, because they're making all this extra money and, and doing nothing. They have the technology infrastructure. Yeah. And that's, that's a, a one-time major spend yep. and then continued continued development. And frankly, it's not really well developed. No. Yeah. I agree. No, it has a lot, a lot of glitches. Yeah. I mean, Lauren can speak to that just from her experience Yep. <laughs> in trying to buy it and it won't oh, work. <laughs> I did figure out though, somebody posted something and I think it's what happened. If you have people traveling with you, that already have Genie Plus, it won't let you add it for an annual pass holder because it thinks you already have it. So apparently that's what I was experiencing. Fascinating. So I could not buy it because they were linked to me. So if I have anybody traveling with me that pre-purchases Genie Plus, I can't buy it. Ugh. There's so many. I'm sure it's a glitch. Nuances. with Yeah, but. it's very complex. All right, what are we up to, Lisa? Next. Uh, so after, after Sharpie, for how long? We did Sharpie. <laughs> Steve, Steve's oh, the last. One. Oh, oh, real quick. So um, that's just a fun story. Yeah. So the Figment popcorn bucket that Brooke and I drove uh, seven hours to get, and they were sold out, is now available. Oh wait, it was available. <laughs> it was available again. You uh, blinked. It's gone. I know, and and I was thinking, do I go back? <sighs> but, and there were tables of them and you could mobile order them. So you just went in and picked them up. You were already paid, whatever. Um, tables and tables full of them and they're already gone again. I saw pictures of it. It was like a sea of figment. It looked like the, uh, between the UK and Canada, that, that, uh, tent back there. Or I, I, maybe, at least that's what yes, I envisioned. Yeah, it did look like that to yeah, me too. Just I like don't know tables and tables of them. And then I thought, eh, that doesn't look like enough, but maybe they just have a few of them out there. But there was a, a ton of them. Uh, 
and they uh they sold them all again. It's crazy. And then I th- I don't know. I I don't know if I need one now. But um I figured that would have killed the eBay prices on them, but everybody went and bought them again. So yeah, Figment popcorn buckets, they were back. Maybe they'll blink be of an eye. Maybe they'll be back again. I don't know if they can get another order of them in again. I so. don't think there's enough time because those well, are for art festival. I know, and it ends on the, I think the twenty first or something. So 21st. it's only yeah, only a few more days from when we're recording. So yeah. So here's the question: uh-huh. What is going to be the flowering garden popcorn bucket? Well, I don't know, but now that if they've they had, were smart, they would do Orange Bird. They would. That would be awesome. Do Do you think Orange Bird has the same appeal as Figment? I do. I do. Yeah, and the suppers were always popular. I remember waiting. I, I have one of those little sippy cup things that we got orange juice in. They had a couple of those. Orange Bird is beloved. But you know, I'm sure they ordered these things like two years out, and now with supply chain issues, I'm sure it's already been put in. But now they got to be thinking like, here's more money to be made. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. And maybe next, maybe every art festival, they have a different figment. Doing something slightly different. I don't know. They'd be smart too. Yeah. Was that it? I can't, I th- I'm thinking off the top of my yeah, head here. Yeah, that's it. Oh. Okay. That, that was eight stories. It was. It was a lot of, a lot of news. And then Sharpie's um, soliloquy. <laughs> my, my, my geek out. Yeah. I don't even try to interject on those. It's like, no, huh, what? I'm trying to what? follow and I'm like, what? And then Steve's like completely on top of things. So. Yeah. It, 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 I, I find it so fascinating because when you look at what the, uh, I, a classic example that I always think back to is when they sold the paver stones. Oh, I, mean, yeah. like, I yeah. remember so those. You see like. Yep. Private schools or colleges, you see yep. them doing that as like fundraisers. Yep. Like that's Disney has come so far in where they make money. And then another one is, is the Leave a Legacy oh, stone yeah. monoliths yep. at Epcot. They 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 auctioned off postage stamp size squares. Mm-hmm. Uh I think it was like $25. Yep. Um but, but yeah, so you, you look at, at, at Disney's history and it's like things have changed so much just in the last 15 years, let alone the last five. And then you come to such a critical point in, in the, in global history of a pandemic. It's like, where to next? Yep. So Yep. I think some of the earlier stunts were because so many people then and now, they just want to be a part of the Magic Kingdom. They want to be a part of the magic. And we have one of those stones out in Anaheim. Yeah, we have one at Disneyland. Yeah, Eddie got it for us. We got, well, I, it was like the last week and they decided to open them up again. Hmm. And we got one. It was either 100 or $200 for the paver. And it's literally right by the entrance to Disneyland, like right in the center, right by the turnstile, somewhere in there. That's so cool. Yes. So there you go. Yeah. Um, yeah. Everyone wants a part of it. 
Oh, we didn't talk about. Was there a DVC thing we were going to talk about? Oh yeah, yeah. The return of Moonlight Madness is. Coming oh, that's right. In March for Epcot, uh, and then uh, they have not released dates for Magic Kingdom yet, uh, but they have dates for all three of the other parks. Uh, and the last one, last date that they currently have released, I believe, is August 31st, and that will be taking place at Animal Kingdom. So. I'm excited that one of the July events overlaps the trip that I'm taking with the boys. Uh, so hopefully, fingers crossed, we'll be able to get a uh, ticket at Hollywood Studios. So they're excited to see all the Star Wars stuff because pandemic, they haven't been there since since then. So Oh, there you go. Time to go back. Yep. So what do you get, like three extra hours for DVC members? Or more, yeah, and 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 it's real. It's really more of like a an event, mm-hmm. uh, where that you have like there, you have free food and things like that. So it really is kind of a uh. kind of a open the gates and get the, get the members in the gates. Nice. So all right, cool. We already we already have our resort reservation. We just need to get our park reservation. I don't know when we're going back. Oh God, I hope those go away sometime. Mm, I yeah. hate I hate getting the reservation. You know what i I don't like it, but it's got to be so stinking valuable to to Disney having yeah. that information, knowing what's going to be where, scheduling everything. It it's got to be really valuable information. Oh, definitely. Yep. Yeah, it's just another reason why my thing won't work when I try to get into the park. <laughs> Are you sure you booked a park? Re- yes, I booked the park. Yeah, reservation. Yes, I did. Oh. Yeah. Okay, hold on. Here's a screenshot of it. Well, the worst part about the park reservations is is that I actually feel like that's just a scam at this point. So they know where people are. It is. It's like it, Lisa it is. Said. It's a hundred percent because they're all green all the time. Even through like March right now, they're all green right now. I hate them. So, all right, are we wrapping it up, Lisa? We're gonna wrap it up. Uh, I. Hey, we're going to wrap up the show. I'd like to thank Pixie Vacations for sponsoring the podcast. If you have any comments or questions for us, you can send those to us at comments at mousechat.net. And thank you so much for listening. Please join us again next time on Mouse Chat.